What's up, Internet? You're tuning in episode 37 of the Flip Screen Games Podcast, a weekly video game podcast where two, sometimes three, best buds from different nations come together to discuss the wide, wide world of video games. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello, hello. And joining us for the first time on this show, Sierra Plus Ultra. What's up? Welcome back, Sierra. You just got back from a tour. You're like living that hot rock star lifestyle. Glad that you could give us a little bit of your time to come and talk video games. Any time for y'all. Any time <laughs> and all the time. Well, I am really glad we have you on this one because we are going to be talking about two things. And one of which I, I'd say you're a bona fide expert on. And of course, that is Digimon. We're talking about Digimon Survive, which is actually <laughs> finally coming out allegedly yeah and we're gonna talk all about it and then i think somehow even more surprising than that we got a trailer for one kingdom hearts 4 so you know look forward to that when i'm 40 years old <laughs> but we're gonna talk all about it uh in addition to a couple other things on this week's episode of the flip screen games podcast speaking of which let me remind you that this week's episode of the flip screen games podcast is brought to you by our patreon producers for the month of april they are of course Christian Oliveria, Christopher Valenz, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Asobi, Mary Berry, Smilky Shake, Wakahula, and Zaid Ida. Thank you all so much for your support over on Flipscreen. Oh, sorry, patreon.com slash flipscreengames. Uh, y'all are the reals to the real, and we appreciate your support of this fine program. Speaking of support, there's a bunch of ways you can do that. If you do, go and back us over on that Patreon at any level. You'll get access to our Patreon-exclusive show, One More Thing. I'm not going to lie to you. We've recorded like three of those in a week because I'm going on vacation. I don't remember what we talked about, but they were all bangers, and I stand by that. So if you want to go show your support and get some extra content in your feed, get your name read on the air or a bunch of other perks and goodies, go ahead over to the Patreon. Uh, but if you don't have any money to throw our way, no problem. There's a bunch of ways you can get involved with the show. Head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website. You can find links to our email address where you can write in and be a part of the show. Come join our Discord where you can do the same thing. Or come check out our Twitch channel where we're, we're streaming most days of the week now. And uh, we're always playing something. So whatever your tastes I imagine we're playing a game that you will enjoy us watching. Um, at the very least, you can watch one of us eat shit in Elden Ring. I'll let you figure out which one it is if you go tune in. So let's jump into what we're playing this week. I I want to start because I feel like I haven't done anything in this segment in weeks. And uh, I it's an easy one for me. I've, I'm platinuming Horizon Forbidden West. Just had to brag. This is something... That's what it is. That's why you want to Yeah, I want to brag. come out here and brag, yeah. Just a little bit, just a little bit. You know, I I never platinumed the original Horizon. I think it was a, a not a great platinum, and there were some things about it I really just, like, I struggled to get done and was like, I don't want to do this, and I, I bailed out on it. With this game, I, I toyed with the idea, and I was kind of telling myself, I want to just play as much of the side content as I want to play, and when I'm done, I'll roll credits, and I'll just be done, right? Rather than, like... Oh, I'll finish and then I'll go do post-game stuff. I always fall off games as soon as I do that, right? Once you roll credits, I'm kind of emotionally over it usually, and it's like <laughs> I'm ready to move on. That was it when you saw KK Slider. It's just like, I'm done with Animal Crossing. I'm done. I beat the in. game. I beat Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> I defeated Tom Nook. <laughs> I defeated him. <laughs> I beat capitalism, everybody. I moved yeah. to an island. It's great. I figured it out. Um, but with this game, I... 
the more I was playing the side quests and everything, I was just getting deeper and deeper into everything. So I was like, I might as well check these last couple boxes. As of recording, I have one cauldron left to do, to do and then the last mission of the game, and I will have lit- like I'm done. I've, I'm wow. wrapped up. That's so I'm going to beat the game and get the platinum at the same time. Yes. And I'm I'm feeling fucking good about that. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> that is really that is really impressive. Uh, I have zero desire to to do any of that. But those side quests, like the side quests, the ones labeled side quests, I know we've spoken about it in that game, are phenomenal. So I can understand like getting in deep with those. The stuff like the it's the hunting grounds things. I just have no desire to do any of them. I find them so boring. So what ended up working out for me with those is like any of those kinds of things that I was like, eh, I don't really like care to do this. <clears throat> they were easy enough to like the thing you had to do to achieve the platinum was easy enough. And there was like a week or so last week where I was like doing a bunch of stuff with my band and like I was I was busy, you know, and like I didn't have the time to sit and play the game long enough to do the last mission, but I wanted to play. So I was like, oh, I'll go to do these side things for like a half hour before bed or whatever Mm -hmm. and like wind down and knock out a couple of the hunting grounds and then come back and wrap it up. So it just kind of like happened. You know, it just made sense, and I was able to get around the stuff I didn't really feel like doing um, in ways that felt, like, bite-sized enough that, like, it worked for me. Um, so, yeah, I've got... I'm trying to finish it up tonight, and then I'll be good to go. And I'll clean slate for my vacation. I'll come back, and I guess I'll start playing Elden Ring again. I don't know. <laughs> I hope you play uh, Elden Ring I, up again. I really do, because everyone wants to see you play a lot more of that game. You've at least got to go do Godric. Like you finished Margit, then you went and did some grinding a little bit. You went and got that second. I want to beat the Kitana game. sword that you wanted. Now you got to go back and you got to do Godric. I have, I haven't been in the game. I'm like seventy hours in, and I just I needed a break for a little bit. I think I mentioned this on one of the shows. I've been thinking about doing like a thing on Sunday mornings where I'm just gonna be like Soulsborne Sunday, just like stream it for a couple hours, nice. like wake up and stream it, and be like, it's the middle of the day for you British folks. I'm gonna do this for you. Let's go <laughs> <laughs> for all the Europeans. And uh, when the Americans wake up, they can you know watch me eat shit with breakfast. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But like on the the note of platinuming, I did want to ask, like, have either of you ever hundred percented a game? Have you ever like no. had the drive to do that? No, nope. no. I didn't think so because I I knew that Steve barely even finishes games. No, well, so I, I just you know, don't I see the point. I really, it. I've really never seen the point. I've never got into a game enough. I'm just like I'll do all of these shitty little things that I don't like doing, <laughs> and I'll and I'll me- mop up all of these messes just so I can get a little picture on my profile that says I did it. I, I don't know why I do it. It's like I do it like <laughs> with like maybe one game a year at least, where it's like okay, okay. this is the one. You know, it's that makes like sense. I really like this game, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything. Do you only do it on PlayStation? Right. Is it because of those platinum trophies? Would you do it on a Nintendo game? Would you do it on Xbox? I feel encouraged to do it on PlayStation because of that, because it's like there's mm-hmm. an achievable thing. Whereas, like for like when I was an Xbox, when I was primarily an Xbox player during the 360 generation, I was really into achievements, but I didn't really care about like getting every achievement in a game necessarily. Like if I wanted to, I would. I did that for a couple games. Um, like I remember I did that with like Assassin's Creed 2 and Bioshock and things like that, for example, because I did, you know, and I felt like it. 
but I was playing games in such a different way then. It would be like, this is the game I'm playing right now, and I'll play the shit out of it, and then when I'm sick of it, I'll move on to the next one. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like I wasn't making content and things like that, right? So it was just kind of mm-hmm. like whatever was the next game that my friends were like, oh, you should try this game, or I had read about it on IGN or something, and I was like, all right, great. Um, whereas now I'm like way more methodical about it. So like when I do end up platinuming a game, it's usually like, oh yeah, it's the the Sony first party game that came out this year that I really liked and I wanted to get more time with it. So I did it, but I did that with Arceus too, right? Like I was um, trying to, I haven't finished it yet, but I think I still will um, to like hundred percent all of the decks entries. Are you doing what Chewie's you know? doing with the the hundred percent shiny decks? No, I'm not doing that. I was I thought about <laughs> oh, doing that whoa. at one point, but I, I don't I can't do that now. Yeah. Jimmy's doing hundred percent shiny decks. He's been doing it over on Twitch. Um and he's just hunting a shiny yeah. of every single one in the decks. It's gonna take him forever. God bless him. You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday. Maybe someday I'll do that, but not not now. Yeah, right. not now. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be like a th- for Twitch or something. Like it would have to be a thing that I was like I had a reason to keep yeah. going back and doing it because Right. I just have that problem with games in general or like I wanted I want to get through a thing and move on to the next thing, you know, same same reason why I've never won 100 percent something. You would think I would have done it as a kid because I had a little more time at my disposal. And now it's you know, it's very it, it's, it's literally never happened for me. And me considering it is very rare for sure. Yeah, because I mean, I, I feel like you've said, Sierra, that like most of the time that you have to game you is like on stream right so it's like yep you only have so many hours in a week to play games you want to try new stuff and you know exactly and then like there's certain games that you know people like to come back for so i can't just like swap them out you know and i enjoy playing them too it's for me too but yeah you know it's not as easy for me to just um you know kind of do whatever you know I, I get it, like, because so, I've been streaming a, a lot more and, like, there's games that people have voted for me to play and wanted to see me play. I'm not necessarily into that game at that moment. Like, it's a game I enjoy, but I wouldn't have picked it myself, right? I, right. I would have probably gone, oh, I really just want to relax with this tonight, but everyone wants to see me progress in Elden Ring, so I'm going to go and do that instead. And it's fine, like, I still have a good time, don't get me wrong, but so, there's something about just that that like choice that you have when you're not making content and when you're not streaming that you don't get if if people are tuning in to watch you play something for sure yeah and i think that's the thing with like <clears throat> horizon it's so funny is like people have wanted to get me to play more elden ring and i'm like yeah but i'm really enjoying it. i just want to <laughs> go check boxes on horizon that's what i feel like doing right now you know just running around and doing whatever whatever catches my attention you know I'm having fun just existing in that world, you know, but I think I'm I'm ready to wind down because I don't want to go away for a week and then come back. To, right. So it's like, cool. Like, let's just be done and mm-hmm. put this one on the shelf. Right. But speaking of uh, being away, Sierra, I know you you wanted to talk about some of the games you played on tour. How did you find that? Were you like, did, did you have a lot of time with your switch or was it like you and your bandmates playing games together or? Yeah, it was mostly actually I spent more time gaming multiplayer with my bandmates and our friends in the touring bands than I did gaming on my own. Like I did play games, not as much as I anticipated. A lot of the time I actually just stared out at the window and it was very cathartic for my brain. But <laughs> I get that. Yeah. <laughs> no thoughts had empty time. Great. But 
Um, what I did was before tour, I loaded up my 2DS with a bunch of games that I might want to play while I'm away. And then I also, um, the Switch that I brought on tour was the one that had the cartridge reader break. So mm. now I came home. Now I have the OLED. But on tour, I was only able to play select games that for whatever reason could be read by the cartridge reader. Such a um, weird with, thing that happened where it was just randomly yeah. reading like some games and others were just like, nope. Yeah, so weird. I, and I'm very impatient. So I was like, I uh, I kind of just got the OLED before, like I put that order in before I left and I was like, all right, if I want to fix the other one, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But it allowed me to play Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl and Cyber Sleuth, Digimon uh, Cyber Sleuth, Hacker's Memory. So um, on my Switch, I played a lot of Hacker's Memory. Um, that game is uh, a very grindy Digimon RPG, but it's an RPG. So I'm like, yeah, that's my shit. Um, so that was great to play, um, you know, to have that time in the van dedicated to just being cemented to the inside of a car. You can't, you, you have to get from point A to point B as soon as you can. A good grindy JRPG is like perfect for that. Like long stretches like that. Yeah, exactly. So played that. I also played Pokemon Puzzle Challenge. I picked that up from the 3DS uh, shop and, oh, it felt so good to play that game again. I haven't played it since I was a kid. The Game Boy Color one, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that game. I have that on my 3DS too. The furthest I got was to the Elite Four. I got to Koga. And then I uh, I never picked it back up, but uh, that was just so much, it's just so good to play just like a, like a nice little repetitive puzzle game like that. It's really fun. Yeah, I really love that game. It's got a good art style too. Yeah, it does. I love it. Though I love the little like um, like the little like character icon you have of whatever Pokemon is with you, and they're like reacting like as yes! you get combos and stuff. It's like very cute. <laughs> For sure. So cool. I don't know and what then, it is. Um, what do you do in Pokemon Puzzle Challenge? It's like <sighs> a it's a it's a standard like puzzle like color matcher kind of thing where it's like I don't remember how many like colors the there are, but, kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's a lot, a lot like that where it's like, you know, there there's like maybe four or five colors and each one has a shape mm-hmm. and uh anytime you get a uh what is it? It's a match of 3, right, Sierra? Yep, minimum of 3. I I don't know what the max is, but the most that I was able to get was five. It, because if if you the second you swapped two blocks, even if it like if it was like two, like if, if it identified it like as like a match, it like immediately like made the made the hit. So like I don't know how far it can go. I think but. you can chain blocks like the way you can in Tetris, kind of where like if you that's right. Like, cause I, I, I remember that being a thing where it would be like, you get the multiplier off and then like they have the little icon of like the other person you're battling and like their eyes right. bulge out and stuff. And like, like I, I remember that. T- I don't remember what exactly the, you know, max or minimum would be on any of that junk. But I do remember that like I would have some really lucky rolls like that sometimes. Cause I was mm-hmm. certainly not very good at it when I was a kid. But <laughs> um, hey. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that game. Me too. About to bust out my 3ds. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been I've just been looking into it. Apparently, it's uh, 
uh, riff on Puzzle League, which is also known as Tetris Attack in North America, which is another game I've never heard of, but it just looks like a Pokemon-branded version of Tetris Attack. So I guess if they've taken specific rules from Tetris, it would make sense that you can do some of that, like, switching around stuff that you can do in Tetris. Yeah. Great game, though. Mm Mm-hmm. So and then you said when you came back, you've been getting back into Animal Crossing, right? Right. Yeah, because I was like, all right, I got the OLED. I can play all my games again. <laughs> so uh, in Animal Crossing, uh, I'm trying to pick back up on some builds that I started on my island. So there's one that's kind of like like an, like a like a temple with a Zen garden on the, the bottom floor. Nice. <laughs> and then there's... Another one that's like like a marketplace type thing. And there is like this one specific piece of furniture that I need to get. You can get it through playing Happy Home Paradise. But you can only get it through like um, like five or six specific villagers that I have not seen uh, spawn on the DLC island. So mm. um, yeah, so it's, it's a very elusive item. It's called the storefront. And like... I, like, I've been trying to just play often or like check often because like there's always that chance like you'll you'll roll the right person but no no luck so far but like you know every day is different I either like sign in do my dailies get off or like I'll clock like a couple hours and just get lost in it you should go jump in I mean you could try the animal crossing channel in our server but you should go jump in Chewy's server and be like who has this Somebody has this in that You're server. absolutely right. Somebody Honestly, will give it I to you. Just cut out the middleman. <laughs> right? Like, if, if it's if it's taken this long, right? Like, it's like, mm-hmm. or if you hit a point where you're done waiting, right? Somebody in the Haken Discord will hook you up, I guarantee. Yeah. Chewy will have <laughs> Those this. Those folks I, are nice. I, I bet Chewy has this. If you message him after we're, after we're done with this, I bet yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I've got I've got tons of those. I'll send you a <laughs> Which color do you want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, good stuff. How, so how are you looking on, the OLED? I was literally just about to ask that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm trying, as, as I mentioned, just trying to play more Animal Crossing more to not only get back into the game, but um, enjoy the handheld like OLED experience. Um, the screen, ooh, that did... I was blown away actually when I was transferring everything and like looking at the the stark difference between my original Switch and the OLED. It's really nice. The other day, um, I my friend, I was over at uh, my friend M's house and and we were hanging out with our friend Laura and they had their Switch out and I was like, the screen looks so small. Like I and I don't remember <laughs> feeling that way about it, but now that I'm used to like the smaller bevel, I was like, Jesus, this bevel like an inch why is it so yeah. big <laughs> so much I screen know. real estate you're missing right yeah uh it's so good but uh i'm not gonna lie i haven't identified like any other perks about the oled yet that i'm like that I think that's, stand out to me that's the I mean, yeah that i the, think that was the, the point stand, right? <laughs> the kickstand also kicks ass that is a huge right. improvement um i'll give it that for sure and have you yeah, noticed I the just, speakers are any better? That was meant to be the other big feature was the the speakers were meant to Yeah, sound I noticed they were bigger, but I am a person that has really bad ears. So it kind of doesn't, I don't know. It, it was just kind of like, okay, great. It's loud. But like, that's all <laughs> I, 
<laughs> that's all I could really. I can hear it, so that's pretty big, good. <laughs> yeah, I can hear. Yeah, if I can hear it, that means it's working, right? <laughs> I don't know. So, um, yeah, like there are definitely like uh, really great things about the OLED, but like I, I wanted so badly to just hold out for whatever the hell they're gonna drop next yeah. year, which I really think all signs are pointing to like Q one, Q two, but um. But you know, it's you know, it's. I, I'm glad I at least got to to own one. You know. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a a nice upgrade. I think it's like a worthwhile mm-hmm. change. But I also wouldn't. I wouldn't tell someone to go out of their way to do it. But like in a situation right. like what happened to you, where it's like, okay, well, I can pay to get this one fixed, or I can spend a little bit more and get like a nicer version. It's like, eh, that's probably worth yeah, doing. You know, exactly. I just couldn't. I couldn't resist. I get FOMO mm-hmm. with that stuff. I was like, ah, I don't need it, and then I was like, well, oh yeah, you but definitely, I want it. You definitely it get sense, FOMO. Though. This week has definitely proved you get FOMO, Pete. That's for sure. <laughs> Steve, I didn't even put it in the doc. We have to bring it up. So okay, so Steve, this week uh, you played a bunch of games on the Steam Deck, which we're going to talk about. But I'm getting a Steam Deck, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Mango from the community threw it up in our Discord a couple. I don't know, a week or so ago. Of like. Hey, I've got this pre-order. It was for the model that I wanted. Um, I can't. Af- I like. I don't have the funds for it. I'm either gonna cancel it or give it to somebody. If anybody wants it, let me know. And we had just had our episode, whatever you know. I think it was 35 um, or 36, where we talked about you getting it, and I was like, "Well, I kind of think I want one now." I went and put in my pre-order on the show while we were recording, and uh, oh. I'm jumping the line, baby. I'm getting it. And jump the line Mango got the time. email today. It's it's they got it today. So probably right after this recording, we're gonna coordinate everything. I'm gonna get it sent to my dad's house while I'm on vacation, and I'm coming nice. home to a Steam Deck. Everybody, all right? It's that's what be- that's what you think. Your dad will have opened that box. He'll be playing. You know, he's playing Red know. Dead Redemption he's on playing it. Already. Red Dead Redemption on it. What games would your dad be into? I know he doesn't play video games but what what games do you think he would get into would it be like my dad i feel like my dad had a real shot at being a gamer like it was he was this close um when i was a kid and i had my playstation there were a few games he got very into and one of them was uh gex 2 enter the gecko uh he loved that game and i remember there was a point where my playstation was in his bedroom (laughs) because when i would when i was awake and wanted to play he would just watch whatever i was gonna play and then when I went to bed, he would play Gex. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he gosh. had to stop when he beat it because he was like, I was staying up all night and playing this fucking game and going crazy. And he used to play Crash Team Racing with me all the time and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he definitely, like, he had a little bit of it. But, like, I think trying to get him to play Red Dead would be would be tough. But that is the game I think he would love because he loves Westerns. He's very into the West. He's read okay. so many books, like... I genuinely think my dad is probably like a minor expert in the American West (laughs) and just has like dove in a crazy deep amount. So I think he would Mm -hmm. really enjoy that game and get lost in it if I could. I want to bring him my Xbox 360 and be like, here you go. You know, (laughs) yeah, let him have the first one. Like his Red Dead, Red Dead One, Revolver and Redemption. Have fun. And if he likes it, I'll bring him the PlayStation uh, Mm -hmm. Four with with two. But anyway, so I'm I'm I'll have some thoughts on the Steam Deck in a couple weeks. Everybody get hyped. But you, Steve, you've yes. been playing games on yours. Talk about it. 
I have, yes. Yeah. So I've I've been playing a bunch of Far Cry Six, but I'll t- I'll talk a little bit more about that on next week's episode. Um, I've most of my time's been spent in like emulated games, so I installed Emu Deck on it as I spoke about last week, and I've been playing. I've been trying like a bunch of games out. The two that I've really kind of, well, I guess there's three that I've honed in on that I've like tweaked all the settings to make it look as good as possible. Um, Simpsons Hit and Run, which I managed to get working in like 16 by nine and like running at native resolution at 60 frames a second. It looks so good. I loved that game when I was a kid. You got to give me those settings. I'm trying to play it now that I'm a <laughs> I'm a I'm a new Simpsons fan. I so. forgot how many references, like deep cuts, there are in that game to um, to like Simpsons episodes, like all the outfits you can buy for Homer and stuff. There's like the ones where have you got to the time where he joins that like secret cult and then like he gets the new number for nine one one and stuff. No, there's like that one. <laughs> there's the like outfit where he gets he gets so fat so he doesn't have to go to work and they let him work from home so he can like and then he doesn't even want to do that so he gets like a uh one of the you know, those you know those things with like water in the bottom that like just go like the, bird, the drinking the bird. bird. Yeah, he's got that, that just uh. pressing the button on his keyboard so he doesn't have to do anything. He just like refreshes all day long. Uh, so there's like all of those deep cuts in that game which I'm having a good time with. Uh, and then I've been playing a bunch of uh, Wind Waker HD, which works phenomenally nice. well. Uh, it's so good. The the Wii U emulator is is amazing. And I'm going to put, be putting a video together of all of the Zelda games. I'm probably going to do all the 3D ones because the 2D ones will obviously run. They'll run on a potato. But the 3D ones I want to show off and like see if I can get the 3DS versions of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask working mm. with the like up-res graphics, like the full free roam camera and stuff and all the additional features that they they put into those games and also breath of the wild apparently runs at 60 frames a second per second on this thing and i want to try that out as well um, steve yeah, my favorite it. thing about having a friend like you is being able to benefit from your natural curiosity because you'll go and do all this legwork and be like i got all these settings and i'll be like great give them to me and i'll play the game <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's been it's been good fun with with those, and then Persona Five. I managed to get Persona Five mm. also working at sixty frames a second. On so there. what's up? Are you are you playing it though? Like, are you playing it, playing it? I'm not playing it, playing it because I want to f- I want to focus on that game. So I want to get Elden Ring out of the way, and then I want that to be my next big game that I. I like, really want you to play Royal. To. Is there a way to get Royal on it? Not currently. No, Royal's a PS4 game. And there's no way to make that happen. No, there's no PS4 emulator. Unless okay. unless Atlas are just like, here's a PC port. It's not going to happen, unfortunately. But they brought Persona 4 Golden, so maybe 5 Royal will come at some point. I'm not so. holding my breath on it, though. It's been years, and we've seen nothing and no... I mean, you know, just play it, right? Like, that's fine. But, ah, Royal's so good. It's so much better. <laughs> I just, yeah. I wish it was more accessible. And then I also wanted to try out some different like inputs, right? So all of those games are focused on they they're all designed with controllers in mind. And I have a bunch of games in my Steam library that I've had for years, and I wanted to try uh try some of them to see that are more focused on keyboard and mouse, like a, a mm-hmm. an RTS. So I installed uh, Age of Empires 2, which is marked as uh incompatible, but you can make it work if you use Proton Experimental. It will run just fine. Um, so Proton so, Experimental is what, like a third-party thing that lets you play games on Steam Deck? or No, so there's Proton. So there's all the different versions, stable versions of Proton, and you can force the game to run in one of those versions of Proton. 
Uh, and then there's the experimental version, which is like the beta version. It's possibly got some bugs. It might have some regressions from the stable versions of Proton. But if you can't get your game working on any of those versions of Proton, try experimental. If you can't get it working on that, there's something called Proton GE, which stands for Proton. I think it's Glorious Egg Roll. And it's like a community <laughs> version of Proton, which has a bunch of <laughs> things that Valve can include in their version of Proton. It's things that violate Windows patents. So it's in that community version that you can install and it fixes a bunch of games. Um, Persona 4 Golden works with Proton GE if you want to play that on Steam. Oh, Link. good, because I will really want to play that there. Yeah, so you can install Proton GE in the in the desktop mode. Now, I, I might make a video about that as well, because there's a, there's a, there was a bunch of people asking how I got um, Far Cry working on there as well when I put the footage up last week. Um, so I've been trying Age of Empires out. I've got a community layout that someone uploaded. It works so well with like, so you use like the joystick is mapped to the WASD button so I can like move and pan around the screen. The right trackpad is like just a cursor all over the screen. And then the, the left trackpad is just down in the bottom left where all the buttons are. So you get like real fine control, oh. just like proper granular control. And like someone's just created this this uh, layout for all the controls, just uploaded it to Steam. You can download it. It works so well. So if you if you're interested in like real time strategy games and stuff, the Steam Steam Deck is so capable of it. I've like won that like three or four matches of Age of Empires on there now. It's it's amazing. That's cool. That was one of the things um, that I remember that you told me about, Steve. That was like one of the tipping points for me was that there's the whole community angle of like people creating control schemes for the steam deck and you can just download them and like again right like taking the pc gaming out of pc gaming where it's like i don't want to figure that shit out but somebody <laughs> else does and will and i can benefit and that's awesome that they've streamlined that uh, as much as they have you know yeah i think there's even in the desktop version of steam and i think it's coming to um like the steam os game mode um profiles for the for game settings as well so eventually yeah. you'll be able to download like a steam deck settings that someone's made in the community uploaded it and it'll be perfect so be like this is a 30 frames per second mode this is a 60 frames per second mode this is, and mm -hmm. like you don't have to then go in and tweak all the settings yourself you just download the scheme and it will apply all the settings for you like all of that stuff really does take all of the fiddling out of it if people don't want to do that and just makes it so much more accessible which is which is great yeah i love that That's i can't incredible. wait to get my hands on mine <laughs> <laughs> download all those schemes yeah right <laughs> <laughs> so uh speaking of things that i'm i'm pretty eager to get my hands on uh we're gonna be talking about digimon survive all right it's coming out it's coming out on july 29th sierra i see you ready to erupt let's get a hype check where are we at <laughs> finally 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 <laughs> do you, i was looking back at like in my facebook memories of like I, it's so funny that this serendipitously like appeared in my notifications. Um, I started posting about how excited I was for this game in 2018. <laughs> that is how long it has taken, and it's it's say like it's funny because like they did actually show concept art that does reflect some of the elements you see in the the current trailers and whatnot. Um, I think I I really loved the uh the survive. Uh, well, I haven't played the other one yet, but I, I really love like Cyber Sleuth. I I like 
you know the whole rpg element of digimon they've always done it well i think um it's just not as like sparkly or or interesting as pokemon because pokemon just always nailed the marketing right like they that was you know their their uh their toe they're like up on the competition so um which i would argue they are not comparable but i digress they're so different yeah they're i i, so I feel like the comparison different. between them has always been a little overblown like, everyone yeah. that knows digimon says that i've always just thought that digimon was a poor man's pokemon just like a terrible ripoff and that's <laughs> the view i always had of it when i was a kid it was just like oh and no, i don't want to play digimon this is a crappy version of pokemon and it's, it's just it's, Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. It's just so unfortunate. It also ends in Mon. I think yeah. that was what, that was the first thing that people really honed in on. Yep. Yeah, it, it made it an immediate thing for like kids, right? To be like, one's Coke, one's Pepsi, right? Like, and that's what it has to be. <laughs> um, and it's just like, they're really not similar, right? And it's like, I like both a lot. And like, I also really loved Monster Rancher, like, which is another very similar thing. But it's like, hey, man, they all got their own flavor, right? Like, Digimon can talk. They're like they're yeah. sentient beings. It's, it's, it kind of also got like persona vibes too in, in the this trailer. This does. That they I'm showing sure the trailer yeah. right yeah. now. Like real uh, persona vibes. Really looks like a persona game. Or like maybe more accurate is like Fire Emblem. Tensei. Oh yeah, right. Fire Emblem. Sure. But it's like it the looks like it RPG. has the like dialogue, maybe a little bit of the social sim stuff. It's it's a tactical RPG, so like that you know also has the Fire Emblem comparison, of course. Um, I don't know. I feel like this looks really good. Like I, I, I agree. I want to see more of it, and like I'm a little bit eh, maybe cautious is the word. Like the fact that like we haven't seen like that this isn't more oriented on like some of the gameplay and stuff because I know there's been so many iterations here, right? That going back and looking at some of the older trailers is maybe not going to be representative well, was it, of stuff. Was it Chewy or was it you, Sierra, talking about how they basically said it was a... They they had like a, a Metroid Prime 4 situation. Kind of right? like a restart and development. And it, yep. and it got a restart with a different developer. So I can imagine this is a totally different game from what they initially right. showed years ago. Yeah. So what the timeline... Will... Oh, no, go ahead, Sierra, go ahead. No, so I will say that I didn't realize it was being advertised as a strategy RPG Um I thought that was like uh, a new thing due to the change in developers, but they that actually is in the marketing copy copy copy. <laughs> that is in the marketing copy. The for marketing years copy. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a fuck like a fucking Mickey Mouse thing. Oh my god. Um, whew, so oh boy. that is <laughs> that was really good. Have you got your Mickey nails? Did you do it? No, just bought oh, okay. <laughs> um, that was in the copy from like years ago for like the game and stuff. So, um, yeah, like I, uh, I don't know. We'll 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 see. I like I'm so used to Digimon games being RPGs, but I'm gonna give it a chance because I've never played a strategy RPG. Really. Have you never There's played any bit... of them? Like not played no. like a Fire Emblem or Advance Wars or anything like that. No. Wow. I, okay. think, I think you'll get on with it what fine because, like. Mario Rabbids? It, it, Did you play that? No. Okay. How many more are you going to list off? XCOM? XCOM? <laughs> really? It blows None? my mind. Never? It blows my mind because it's such like a popular genre and it feels like. Because Pokemon had one of these as well, right? Pokemon Tactics? That's the. It's not Tactics. It's the. Um, 
Conquest or whatever. Chewie's yeah, Pokemon screaming Conquest, in the void. Yeah, on the, on the, the yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's played that game, though. Like, that's not, you know, like, that's like, I haven't even played that game. <laughs> well, Fire Emblem Tactics. I don't know. I was thinking of games that Sierra might have played. Cause I know right. Fire Emblem for Tactics sure. doesn't exist. You're yeah. thinking of Final Fantasy Fire, Tactics. Final Fantasy. <laughs> what about Animal Crossing Tactics, where you got to, like, all battle from the, <laughs> like, you know. I play that. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think you'll get along get on with it fine. Like it's it's different okay. than like a turn based RPG, but I don't I don't think it's that different. It's just like there's the added element of like map awareness where it'll you've, be like and you've got turns right because it's usually yeah. your go, it's you move everything, then the enemy goes. It's I, I it, prefer them. So. It's literally just like do you have the addition of like moving around the board. Other than that, it's like it's it's gonna. I'm sure it'll be very similar in terms of like execution of combat phase and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. totally i like them a lot i think tactical rpgs are a lot of fun um especially when you get like you go oh i want uh what i would imagine you're like train up a digimon to be ranged attack or like go up close with melee you probably have one that's like a healer i'm guessing that i mean the impression that i'm getting from looking at the uh trailer is that like it looks like it's a group of Digidestin, right? And like each of them mm-hmm. has their own partner Digimon, and then there's like the two that are the bad guys or whatever. It seems like I would imagine that the crew of kids are the characters that you you like. You control all of their Digimon at the same time. Mm-hmm. Is would be right. my guess, you know. And what's crazy is people can die. They made that very clear. Like your decisions in the game, which apparently is heavily text based. It's a lot. It's very dialogue heavily heavy apparently but um yeah like your decisions you that you make um you know with character interactions and battles like can determine several different outcomes of the plot i love that that's great they're like they really were just like fire emblem but make a digimon and i'm like okay yeah that sounds great because they have nintendo's not giving me a digi or a fire emblem (laughs) game this year that i actually want to play so that's great i'll play this one they have that yeah. mode in Fire Emblem Three Houses, don't they, where you can make it so if they die, they die forever. Is that the case in Digimon Survive? Do you know, Sierra? Like, if they die, if a character dies, are they gone for good? Or do they, like, just die in the battle and they come back? No, no, that's what she was just saying. Yeah, like, it'll impact I haven't the story. heard differently. I've heard they die. Wow. Defin- yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a big deal. Yeah, is it the Digimon or the person? That's what I'm really wondering. Great question. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. That's it. That's yeah. That makes me interested. Um, but I did want to just comment on this for the timeline of this thing because it's really crazy, right? So this game was announced for the 20th anniversary of Digimon in 2018. Uh, it was supposed to come out in 2019. It has been delayed four times since then. 2020, 2021, 2022. Insane. I mean, they Insane. did have a pandemic to deal with, and also well, and they restarted it. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like this yeah. game is like plagued, and then now, right? Now it's on the same day as the Xenoblade same day Chronicles. Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Like, come on, get you, they can't get your evil. break over here with Digimon Survive. To be fair, though, they're on like four other platforms. So if you don't have a Nintendo console, you may pick that's up true Digimon on I'll, that instead. I'll tell you what, I am the host of popular nintendo podcast nintendo i'm not fucking playing xenoblade fuck that i'm playing digimon are you kidding me <laughs> uh, but what, what are you I'm gonna buying. play it on are you gonna play it on switch i would are play it on my steam, steam deck? deck yeah i, I might 
<laughs> if it runs Ooh, better yes. on Steam Deck, I might. It's going to run right? better on Steam Deck. It'll, it'll yeah, run. I was going to say. <laughs> I, I hate to admit it, but it's going to run fantastically. Which, like, I feel like this feels like a, a game I'd like to have the option to play in handheld. Absolutely. Yeah, I, so I don't like playing um, tactical RPGs not on a handheld device. Even when I played them on PC, I played them on a laptop. I would play mm. XCOM on a laptop because I just don't want to sit at a desk for hours playing those. Fire Emblem is the only game on the Switch that I primarily play- played on TV. And I don't know why. That's mad. It just felt right there. Okay. Bizarre. But like, that felt right there, but Breath of the Wild and Pokemon Arceus didn't feel right there. Uh, Ar- Arceus, I, I barely played docked i played it a couple times docked early on and then i kind of switched to mostly playing handheld breath of the wild i would say i played 50 50 whenever i was at mm. home and i had the option to pop it in a dock i did um but if i was anywhere and i wanted to play it i did i took advantage of it right so that game is a split i guess mm. smash i also played right like the stuff smash like that is like always docked and mario kart's yeah. always docked like the, and mario party who's playing that handheld that's like always in a dock <laughs> right yeah. yeah but yeah in terms of single player stuff fire emblem's the only one where it was like it was probably like 75 or more docked like i i rarely rarely were you, played it were you playing it with sarah was she like involved or what she was like in the room while I was playing most of the time, but it wasn't like we were playing together, you okay. know? Like, she got interested in Fire Emblem after I was done with it, I think. Okay. we only have one copy, and she's played she's played my copy a hell of a lot more than I have. I played it once. She's played it, like, six times. Wow. <laughs> you talk about completionist. She's nuts. She's <laughs> playing Breath of the Wild again, and now she's like, well, I've never filled out the compendium. So I'm going to scan all the items in the game. I was like, Who's all right. That? Oh, my God. <laughs> she did the Korok seeds and got the golden pile of shit. And then she's like, maybe I'll do it on master mode, too, just to do it. If, if the Switch Bless. had achievements, she wouldn't have a life. Like, it would be, I've got to platinum all of this. <laughs> pro gamer shit, you know? Uh, she's good. Yeah. She's nuts, but she's good. <laughs> <laughs> so... Before we get off of this, I had like two questions I wanted to ask. So, Sierra, you said this is this will be your first tactical RPG. Are yes. you excited by that or is that kind of a turnoff for you? Like, are you eager to give it a go or are you just like, well, good thing this is Digimon? Yeah, unfortunately, it's the latter. I, I'm just kind of like, this is my vehicle to play a new Digimon game that um, it looks really interesting. I am definitely trepidatious about the tactical RPG element and uh, I'm just going to give it a whirl. I'm work, you know, that's the thing with video games, right? Like you're not, you shouldn't be scared of sucking because it's how we all, you know, like learn to play the game and get through it. Right. Like that's, that's supposed to be the, the fun challenges, like being bad and then like getting better through practice. You got to lose to win. Yeah, but it's like, I want to enjoy the Digimon game, you know? (laughs) Like, I want to, like, enjoy every moment. But I think that, you know, I'm going to play it. I'm going to get in there, and it'll probably be fine. I hope Um, it clicks with you. It would be cool if it was, like, an opening for you to be like, oh, wait, shit, I think I like tactical RPGs now. Like, you go give, like, like, three houses a go or something like that. 
Right, because I definitely am not closed off to Fire Emblem whatsoever. I, just, I feel like that would be so fun to watch you stream that. I would love okay. to see you do that. <laughs> yeah. I Why she picked the wrong that in my back pocket. I mean, to be fair, mo- like almost, you know, there's three houses and there's only one right answer, and it's Golden Deer. So <laughs> uh, most people pick the wrong house, don't you know, Steve? Yeah. Do you know what though, Sarah? I'm glad you've got that attitude. I'm I'm gonna give it a go, even though I don't like the genre. If only Pete had that attitude with Fire Emblem Warriors, because <laughs> he's just not even willing to give You're it a go kidding. for a new Fire Emblem game. <laughs> I bought Persona Five Strikers, Steve. How dare you? I tried. I can't. I can't with that shit. <laughs> Let alone on the Switch. You you watched me stream. Yeah, that I know. Three. It, was, it was like two two frames per second, and I was like, "You you were while you were playing that Hyrule Warriors demo, you were like, yeah, you know what? I could get into this.' I, was I, like, I don't know. This. this is kind of fun. And I'm like, really? Because it's just this over and over and over again. That's yeah, and I remember by the end of it, I was like, "You're right. I'm already bored." Yeah. <laughs> I don't get I don't those know. games. I don't like Musos. I'm sorry, everybody. You know. I know that's a controversial opinion. I'm sure I'll get raked over the coals for it. You know, it's like fine. when I said if that Killzone wasn't fine. popular. If we but... can get Sierra into them on, on her streams, then every single time there's one of those games, we can just say, Sierra, come on the show and talk yeah. about this Muso game that none of us care about. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gotta, right? I don't know. <laughs> Some, someone's gotta do the job. Or we just, as an outlet, we're like, Sorry, we don't fuck with Musos. You're done. <laughs> no, get it. Nope. Go to definitive stance. You know, promusogamers.com. I don't know. Go find them. <laughs> They're out there somewhere. I want to buy that domain now. <laughs> promusogamers.com. <laughs> oh, good, Steve. Buy another domain. But it we'll redirects never use. to flip screen. Yeah, yeah redirects to flip screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, and then my last question this is for you, Steve. Will you will you try this? No, right? Um, only if this gets like ten out of ten. Everyone's talking about how it's the best tactical RPG of all time. That's You'll the play only the first reason. Ten minutes of it, and be like, I don't it. like it. Yeah, but I thought I was going to do that with Elden Ring, right? I thought I was going to do that with Metroid Dread. It could be, and I like tactical RPGs. I've just got it's got to be the right one. I played enough Fire Emblem. Pete. I played like six played like six hours of that game. Like it was enough for me to realize that I. Just didn't really care about it, unfortunately. This man just does nothing but hurt me, Sierra. Just nothing <laughs> but hurt me. Anyway, uh, speaking of things that have done nothing but hurt me, let's talk about Kingdom Hearts 4, okay? Yeah. And I have a whole... about this? We'll see. We'll see. I have a whole I have a whole visual gag, right? So if you're, on, uh, if you're over on audio, okay, you're about to miss this out. But, you know, for you YouTube folks... I had to wear my 76ers jersey. My team, we're in the playoffs. We're doing great. Had to rep them. But for this segment, I'm taking it off. Kingdom Hearts shirt. Let's go. All right? Sora, let's let's do it, baby. I'm here. I'm ready to get excited. I'm ready to be hurt again, Steve. Let's go. Cute Oons Oons version of Simple and Clean. <laughs> so, uh, on, on a scarily similar trajectory to Digimon uh, in honor of the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts Square Enix has shown off a trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4 which okay great hope it's not the same situation but as a Kingdom Hearts fan 
you got to get ready for hurt, right? That's what it's all about. That's uh, that's all we know. But uh, this is interesting for a lot of reasons, right? Um, way sooner than expected. It looks very different. There's a lot going on here that is pointing to, you know, a new direction in certain ways, which is interesting, potentially. I don't know. It has me cautiously optimistic at the very least. Steve, I see you making faces. What do you got for me? Come off the bench. Oh, it's fucking weird for me. It's just like, this does not look <laughs> like Kingdom Hearts. There's that, like, the, the, I don't know who she is. The ginger woman in the, the like, Strelitzia. trailer. Yeah. she. You know that episode of Black Mirror where they, they like, ha- have their social media score and there's the lady. Yes. At, she looks 100% just like her. And it's like the social it's, media um, lady. I, Bryce I, Dallas I, Harper, right? Yeah, yeah, it looks just like her, and I'm just <laughs> like, what? Why? This is not. This is not Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. But don't get me wrong, I've never played Kingdom Hearts. I don't. Maybe this is what Kingdom Hearts is, and this is what they always wanted Kingdom Hearts to be. But it couldn't be this because they had like four polygons back on the PS2. I gotta say this, Sierra. Is it not weird? That Sora looks like a real person. That he looks like Cloud or something. Yeah, like, it's like from Final Fantasy VII Remake. He looks yeah. so human. Looks like from that. I thought so. Like this. This is where I was and what I was thinking when I saw that. On I woke up and scrolled Twitter, saw that trailer. I thought that was a goof, and I thought that was like a fan rendered totally. image. I was like, no. It looks like no. one of those things where people are like, oh, imagine if Mario was on Unreal Engine. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. You ever see that, like, that meme? It's like a photo of a kid. Uh, you know, he, he's, he, he works as a Starbucks, bar- Starbucks barista. And, but, like, everyone's, like, asking, like, is this a Final Fantasy character? Because the way he appears, his <laughs> skin is translucent. And he has gray, spiky hair and bright blue eyes, and he's he's a boy. He he is a he is a boy. Tm tm tm, and every, and that's like what Sora looked like to me. Like this, like real light, like like this weirdly, like this weird crossover between like a person who should not look real and does, and yeah. just like. It's, uncanny valley it's a little weird and like i don't think it, it looks bad it's just that's so the odd. thing i was gonna say it's not bad it, i was kind of like oh but i was also like, <laughs> like it's just <laughs> funny because like i don't know like i'm used to him having a somewhat cartoony look right right and then like how real he looks juxtaposed with like they photorealistic renders of goofy and donald at the end right. speaking in japanese it's just like the the dissonance between the two tones of this franchise have never oh, felt yeah. more pronounced. <laughs> Seriously, like, ugh. do you think there's like a canonical Nora. reason though? Like, is that is he like from the real world now, and like the the two worlds are collided or something? Like, I I I don't know. It literally could be something like that. Like, Kingdom Hearts is fucking crazy, so you know. Um, it, it could easily be something like that, or but it could, it could also like just the art style if they've just changed it. Yeah, it could just be that they're evolving the art style again. Then it's kind of like it is what it is. But like the world that they're in, they call it the Quadratum. That looks very 
weird. Like the fact, and I weird, right? I mean, for Kingdom Hearts, the fact that it's like this very industrial looking, like kind of quote unquote real world setting, like in mm. the same way that like it was weird to see New Donk City for the first time, you know, like it's yeah. there's skyscrapers and office buildings and cars and people walking around and that's all very not Kingdom Hearts, right? Like yeah. the only non-Disney worlds we've ever been to in Kingdom Hearts were like Traverse Town and like, you know, um, the Destiny Islands and, you know, like they're smaller locations and they still feel like Kingdom Heartsy, you know, like Traverse yeah. Town feels like cartoony, you know, in its own way. Um, so I don't know. Like it's it's really, really, really different. I'm, I'm not opposed to that, but it's certainly weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers from when uh, like three, like, you know, completing the game and like doing like seeing the post credit stuff. But um, a lot of people have like made connections from uh, a lot of this, the content that was in three, like the Verum Rex game. And then those post credit scenes made that connection to a Final Fantasy game that Nomura never, you know, like saw to fruition oh. uh, versus 13. And like, oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm curious to see if this like. And people were speculating, like, oh, this become a vehicle for him to just do versus 13. And, like, and so I'm wondering if, like, he's going to take some of that stuff, like, Final Fantasy type content and just, like, bring that into Kingdom Hearts, which I've kind of always wanted. Just, like, break up the Disney stuff a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, I feel like that stuff has always felt, like, weirdly tacked on. You know, like, it feels yeah. like it's something that they could utilize more than they do. Like, when you think about, like, the role that, like, the supporting Final Fantasy characters play in, like, the first game, like, they feel very involved, and it feels like they kind of get decentralized more and more over time. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't know, not maybe not inherently bad, but I don't know. I, I would love to see them take advantage of that a little bit more. So I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm with you there. I think that would be cool. Um, yeah. there's another thing too that's kind of weird where there's like a shot mid trailer where they're like all of a sudden in a forest yeah. and the rest of it's in the city. Yeah. Very strange. Um, something a lot of people have pointed out is there's like a shot in the corner where it looks like you can see the foot of like an ad at or something from it's an, Star Wars. It's an ATST. It's a hundred percent an ATST foot. There you go. So I mean, if you think if, so, and the ATST is like the more chicken one. Yeah. Um, it could be, and people have been like, it's a forest moon, um, or not moon, but it's like a forest area. Could be Endor, right? Like that's not crazy. Um, I want Ewoks in this if that's the case. Like, could be. I don't know. I I, that's a thing where like I don't really feel any kind of way about that. Like I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't you know. That's not Disney. That's not. A pro but it's like. I feel like they've gone to so many wacky fucking worlds already. Mm. You know, like yeah. when they did Pirates of the Caribbean back in two, it was but that's like, Disney that came from Disney. But it was, that's but it's real. But it was like live action, right? Yeah. Like they were trying yeah. to take this extremely cartoony thing and put it in this live action setting, and it worked. And they did Tron, I, and again, it's still Disney, but like Star Wars is owned by Disney and has been for a long time now, and like. Star Wars, even b prior to the acquisition, right? Like, they had the Star Tours ride at Disneyland and Disney World. Like, 
it's it's that classic you know movie magic type shit like i don't feel like it's gonna be that i don't feel like it would be that out of character there's like already a mini game where you fly spaceships in in kingdom hearts like how weird would it be to be like oh yeah like uh, i've been i know how to pilot a gummy ship and then we throw so they jump in a freaking yeah they jump in an x-wing and like go off and fuck around and then he gets a lightsaber keyblade like i don't uh, how weird is that how weird is that i feel that fits in with the whimsy of kingdom hearts i think like i I just I watched the trailer. I rewatched it to find that foot, and I could not find it. People have brilliant eyes, and <laughs> fucking, just, or, or I just have broken eyes. I just could not <laughs> see it. I was just like, "Oh, what a nice forest!" Like, oh, so, <laughs> so photorealistic. Wow, Unreal Engine. Let's go. Like, Unreal. 5, that's all I thought it was. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know that I I kind of had the same thing where I'm like. Oh, really see this but i looked at a screenshot and i'm like sure that that could be uh, I, right you know yeah. yeah um i think the question is interesting though of like will they it's like yeah well, I, I don't see why not right and like I know. hey maybe have the avengers show up in this photorealistic city that could be cool why not you know they went to they went to what's that the big hero six right san Francisco, tokyo yeah. yeah which is that's a marvel comic they just made it into a Disney movie. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, we already we're already brushing up against these other properties. We might as well just mm-hmm. like how many of these we made now. Come on. It's like the 10th Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, we already yeah. jumped the shark five of them ago. Let's just keep going. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so two points on that. We had a question from um, one of our Patreon producers, Trendy Brandy, who said, is Star Wars world happening? And if yes, will nerds complain about it? And two, for me, do you think this opens the doors if this is the case to marvel coming into the game as well and it's becoming it could. more of a expanded disney universe yeah i i don't know like i don't i don't know that it necessarily means that but i think it could and in terms of like the question is it happening i don't know it's too early to say but nerds yeah. will definitely complain about it but other oh, nerds yeah. will be very excited about it and that is the way of things so personally exactly. like I, i'm you know, I'm, I'm, I think you said it well, Sarah, like, or I'm sorry, Sierra. Um, I, I feel like it's not atonal, right? Like, I think the, the ways in which that Star Wars works as a property, you can see the ways that it slots into the Kingdom Hearts formula of like, they show up, they get involved in the plot of one of the movies. We get a couple cool little Kingdom Hearts play, like we get a Kingdom Hearts version of a Star Wars theme and all these boxes get checked, and it'll be, I don't know. Like, I think it'll be fine. I, yeah. I, I don't see any reason that it would be a problem, personally. Weirdly, I, I can't see Marvel fitting into, like, the puzzle of Kingdom Hearts. Like, I think that'll definitely be, like, if they decide to toe that line up for some reason, I can't, I can't visualize it. But I wouldn't be surprised because from what I've heard about the way Disney and Square work together on three. Like Disney wanted so badly to just make it a giant blaring advertisement for all of their successful properties. I'm sure. So. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think Marvel is a tougher one to see than, um, than Star Wars. I think Star Wars, like, it just makes sense to me, right? Like, I think you could easily just do the plot of A New Hope in Kingdom Hearts and that would yeah. jive. Um 
But I also don't think that the Marvel thing is impossible, right? Because it's yeah. like, I think the thing about the Marvel Universe is like, it's so big and so malleable. So the idea that you could like, you know, okay, like Sora and Donald and Goofy become Avengers or they meet Spider-Man mm-hmm. and uh, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, that could yeah they could really drop them in at any point throughout Marvel lore. I think they've established that like that just works right like they you, and like they did original stories with some of the ip in this in right. three so like they could do that too right like they could have it be like oh this is uh this you know because that's the thing of the marvel universe right it's a multiverse and there's like all the different oh this is the universe where uh a member from organization 13 showed up and created a keyhole and it's like oh shit okay right <laughs> the gang's got to come through and help out you know yeah. That real Scooby Doo monster of the week thing, <laughs> right? I yeah. just because you're talking about all this and I have no clue, I want to ask Tyler's question to you, which is: please describe the entire story of Kingdom Hearts in thirty seconds or less, because I have no idea what Kingdom Hearts is and where that's literally impossible. In. The entire story, it's literally impossible. <laughs> I I can do my absolute best if you want me to try. You, you gotta have a counter. I'm I'm getting up uh, okay. a stopwatch now, and then you do the same thing, Sierra. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want me to start a timer? Who's, who's no, going no, no. First? I I've we'll both we'll both try and explain it in thirty seconds each. Okay. All right. Do, do you want to like tag team it so you do the first thirty seconds, Pete, and then Sierra takes over and does like sure. thirty more seconds? Sure. We can I do think that. that's fair. That gives you a minute total. So you yeah. go see how far Pete gets first, then I guess. <sighs> okay. Christ. Okay. I think I can get through the first game. <laughs> you ready? Okay. Go. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is the story of a young boy named Sora. He lives on an island called the Destiny Islands. He and his friends want to build a raft and go and explore the rest of their world. An event happens where he gets pulled through a wormhole, and he realizes that he has a magical destiny as a Keyblade Master. He meets with his buddies, uh, Donald and Goofy, who are looking for their friend, King Mickey, who has gone to explore... The reason for why the Kingdom Hearts uh, keyholes are happening Five in seconds. worlds and creating all this darkness, and they have to find the seven princesses, and Stop. it's more than that. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I didn't even get through oh, no, the you first went game. Really... Well, that's most of the first game. Oh, oh no, you went really granular with it. I was gonna do a sweet. <laughs> you should. I fucked up. I didn't even get through oh, one game. You no, got, you got but, thirty uh, seconds to do the other like six hundred games. Six hundred games in the franchise. So, so very, very good luck with that, Sierra. Your time starts okay. your now. So, uh, the the first ten nine games have been about the Dark Seekers saga, which is about Xanort, who basically is on a conquest to conquer Kingdom Hearts. Um, what happens is uh, they they do all the, he he like creates he does all this shit and uh, he he kills some guys and he <laughs> ah! <laughs> but, but they defeat. They defeat Xanor and they seal Kingdom Hearts and they live happily Stop. ever after. <laughs> I love you hitting the 10 second mark and just going, <laughs> shit, we're almost out of time. Wow, that really truly is not enough. You know, the shortest videos you can find on the Kingdom Hearts complete plot summary are three. A half hour. There are 30 minutes. Okay. The shortest videos you can okay, find. Okay, so that's a hundred times longer than you, than you 
there's just uh, there there's a lot of the pro their their problem their crux was making every single game kingdom hearts game canon so you have them inserting like all like they really could it could have been as simple as how we just described it but um they the the game is is directed by tetsuya nomura so that is unfortunately not possible (laughs) (laughs) and 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 some some things like when you really have them drilled in your like when you when you really like ingest the the story beats over and over you're, you're like okay i can see how this works more congruently now all these things like heartless and nobodies and um organization 13 and and the fact that like there are literally two boys that are identical for no reason and but they're different people <laughs> steve you but i remember i feel you know, like steve so said much. should i try to get into kingdom hearts and i was like no but then you said you wanted to stream them with me and then maybe i would be interested because you i think that's the move right yeah 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 i think that you can play the games and be ignorant to the greater plot i think you if you really want to just have like a surface if you really just wanted to just experience the games and not like dip your feet into like i feel like that's all of the convoluted lore right like if you're not gonna get into the lore like, what's the point? I right? feel like, like that's and how and I would have played it as a kid. Yeah, I would just been like, oh, look, it's goofy. That's so You'd cool. think that, Steve. But I was like eight years old, and I was like, I'm very invested in what's going I was reading mm. fan theories. I was like, Xehanort, what's up with this cat? Like, oh, he became a heartless. Oh, that means he's got a nobody. Oh, oh there's three versions of him because he figured out how to friggin' time travel or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This game's Sounds insane. Sounds like Elden Ring. No, like lots Elden of, like, Ring sounds like to fingers and things. Elden Ring sounds like Kingdom Hearts if it was made by a, a sane person. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is like the fucking wackiest IP that has ever existed, and the fact that it was yeah. ever made makes no sense, and the fact that it I continues know. to exist makes even less sense. The fact that like Disney agreed to this the 90s must have been a weird time and continues to and continues to play ball with it it's so weird how much money is it making and that's what they look at now it's just like probably a good amount yeah i think that three did really well i think three was like like i i can't speak towards actual figures but from what i gather that I, i gather that three was like wildly successful it was in the top 10 best-selling games of 2019. Uh, sold over 5 million on two consoles um, within the first couple. Okay, yeah, so it looks like it, it hit somewhere in the neighborhood of like 5 to 6 million. Wow. Okay, that's good. Which is not bad. No. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel weird about Kingdom Hearts. I love it for sure, <laughs> but I really do wonder if a new one can ever capture my heart in the way that the old ones did but i'll keep playing them i can't wait to play this one when i'm 40 years old it's gonna be great yeah Uh, hopefully hopefully we'll get it in like three years that would be insane we'll get it when the ps6 is coming out and it'll be like although (laughs) on the crossover you you might be onto something because i could see we, because you think about the timeline, right? Kingdom Hearts One comes out, Kingdom Hearts Two comes out a regular amount of time afterwards, 
and then begins the era of weird spin-offs on like every other console besides a mainline console and then like fucking over a decade later we get Kingdom Hearts 3 we're about to do the same thing Kingdom Hearts 3 then Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out then we'll have like 10 years of weird side things and then we'll get Kingdom Hearts 6 on the PlayStation 7 hopefully the uh I don't know. Hopefully that there there is some self awareness. Go- I mean, uh, take this with a grain of salt. But hopefully, after following the the press of three, hopefully there w- was some self awareness, you know, acquired, and they're like, all right, let's let's cut out the bullshit. Like I we'll just so. you know three, four, five, six, but we'll see. Have you seen what they do with Final Fantasy Seven? I can't yeah. see it happening. Like, <laughs> they've, they've released like the first 30 minutes of the original game. Was, yeah, like, they're going to make six the of them. It's going to be great. And it'll take me 30 <laughs> years to play them all. But, but eventually, when I'm 50, we'll finish that saga. <sighs> anyway, this one, uh, this next question comes from one of our Patreon producers, Zade, who wrote in and said, how do you feel about Sora's new kicks in Kingdom Hearts 4, and why are they objectively better than the clown shoes he used to wear? They're not. Okay, those clown shoes are fucking iconic. Watch your mouth. It was weird. It was so weird. He's wearing like Air Jordans now. (laughs) Oh, I like his new shoes. They're cool. I'll tell you what, though. When I was a kid, I remember the first time I saw a trailer for Kingdom Hearts, I thought that he was wearing Mickey Mouse's shoes. I was like, oh, he's got like red pants. (laughs) They do look like Mickey shoes. Is he like Mickey Mouse's nephew? Like (laughs) Nephew? Oh, you Mickey know 100% they're selling Uncle these shoes. Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Mick. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh do, my God. do you think it was uh, the, just Mick. the shoes, or did he just have ginormous feet? And, like, he yes. needed big old shoes to go over there. Did you like, just say yes? Jumbo feet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you think it was, do you think he, like, it was just the shoes or he had giant feet? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, the, the, like, there's ones where it's just, like, a zip down the middle. Uh, like yeah. his feet are so big he can't even get them zip in the shoes. shot he's gonna like zip, <laughs> uh, zip the shoes around his absolute well, you don't understand Steve. he's got insane calluses on his fingers <laughs> key part of any Nomura character design is too many zippers alright yeah. too many zippers on a Final Fantasy character's outfit is like pouches for like 90s comic book characters where it's like what do you put in all these pouches, Deadpool? You got like 30 of them on your legs. What are you doing? Every X-Men yeah. character has like 18 fanny packs on their fucking thighs. That That's the equivalent in this series and beyond, right? You got to have your zipper and your weird leather hoods and it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll close it out with uh, this series of questions from Timberwolf who wrote in and said, what new feature would you like to see the most? the top world y'all want to see, and what potential theories do you have about the story? So I'm going to just address the last one first. I have no theories. Kingdom Hearts is impossible to predict. I'm going to predict theory because I know nothing about the series and that I think they're in the actual real world and we're going to see a cartoon version of Sora in the game as well. Okay, maybe so. It does look like Shibuya to some degree, so maybe, I don't know, but we'll see. In terms of features, I honestly, I think I would just like to see them cut features out, if I'm honest. I think Kingdom Hearts 3 was really, really bloated. Um, the, the like, and I know they added an update. Uh, Timberwolf was actually the one who told me this. They added an update where you can, like, remove the, like, party attacks or whatever they were called. I forget. But, like, I just feel like they have added so much bloat 
to the game and to the formula now that I would just love to see them kind of like strip things back and make it feel more akin to Kingdom Hearts 2, which I think is still the pinnacle of the series in terms of gameplay. Um, I loved the whole like you have the valor form and the mystic form and all that stuff like that was a fun mechanic. And I feel like since then, there's just been like, here's the gimmick of this game. Here's the gimmick of that game. And it feels like with three, they're just like, here's like eight gimmicks. I don't know. Pick one. Do you like them? Do you like any of this? Is any of this sticking? <laughs> it's like, I scale it back. Like, scale it back and focus on making combat that's just fun to play rather than like, how frantic can we make this? How many enemies can we shove on screen? You know, like, I want I yeah. want to see them scale it back and focus on just making it feel tight and fun to play in the way that I feel like Final Fantasy VII Remake was tight and fun to play. Um, I feel like three had a lot more in common with Final Fantasy fifteen, which is not great. <laughs> what about you, Sierra? What do you yeah. what feature would you want to see the most? Um so I at the very least I do want them I, I pretty much have the same sentiment, like the amusement park special attacks. I hated those. Like, effort. Yeah, because they made them look so appetizing in, like, the trailers, like, leading up to the game's release. But in action, it's really, it just felt so unwieldy. And, like, just so, I don't know, just really loud and just, like, not. It's almost like a quick time event. You know, it's like. Yeah, exactly. Let me fight. Right. Like. You, then you're locked into this. It's, it's almost like a like a cutscene. It's it's so much like you know. I guess they can be. I've seen them uh, be helpful for combat, like in like doing massive damage. Like I've seen certain builds that some Kingdom Hearts streamers like use and stuff, but not a big fan. Um, I feel the same way. Just like scale it back, make it like ni- nice and uh, you know, not not a not a complicated you know hack and slash. You know. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like you need all of that on top of it. Like the core gameplay of Kingdom Hearts has always been fun. Like I like the you know, uh real time RPG thing, you know, like of just like yeah. it's an RPG and I'm building out sets and everything, but combat's taking place in like actual, you know, physical um press X to hit type third person stuff. Like that's novel to a degree. There aren't a right. lot of games that play that way. You don't need to overcomplicate it with a bunch of bullshit. Exactly. And then sure. top world that you'd want to see. <gasps> I feel like part of me is like, just do Star Wars just to piss off They are off doing people. Star Wars. They just are. lean in. I know. See, but the, like- worlds, the worlds I want are like deep cut Disney movies. Like, like what do you got? At- Atlantis and Treasure Planet. Sierra, I love both of those movies. I was just thinking about rewatching Atlantis earlier today. I would fucking yes. love that. That would be awesome. Uh, want to be Kida when I grow I up. I want the Disney Channel world where it's just all of the terrible <laughs> Disney <laughs> the Channel movies. Where it's just Please. like my Luck of the Irish. Daughter. I want High School Musical in there. Just do it all. Just make it. Te- just make all those terrible <laughs> Disney channels. I love the Someone idea. Someone made a joke about like high school musical like when like you go to high school musical world like the first shot is just sweaty troy bolton from like the opening <laughs> scene of of the third movie yeah, and then sword right, on and a goofy left. just walk in 
Yeah. I love that because I love the idea of them being in a fight and there's that like the thing where like they'll always call out other people's names like when they're giving them a heal or whatever. And it's just goofy just like Troy <laughs> <laughs> And all of his attacks singing at the Heartless. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be so funny if they did the Pixar movie Luca, but they literally just go to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and they become Italian. I don't know. <laughs> they could do Ratatouille as well and just head to Paris. They could just do oh, like a European yeah. tour around. Yeah. <laughs> if Steve's theory's right and they're in the real world, that'll make sense. You got to go to all the Disney properties that are set in actual yeah. Earth. oh yeah Although Although I guess a lot of the ones we went to are right like Toy Story <laughs> takes place on Earth <laughs> oh god right yeah <laughs> did they do Monsters Inc because that's, that's my true. favorite Pixar movie Monsters Inc was in the last one okay. yeah yes it was Monsters Inc world was so good it's one of the it best so ones good. for sure yeah I don't know aside from that like some of the more recent Pixar stuff would be cool um I, I feel like doing like, you know, uh, like you called out Luca. I really enjoyed Luca. Turning Red was really good. Um, Brave, it, go to Scotland. See them. Sorry? Brave, they could go to Scotland. Sure. Ah. Yeah, and like that would be cool too because it's like a swords and sorcery kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. more fantastical setting, which is something they haven't really done a lot of. Um, It would be cool to see them go back and do some like, classics like some old movies that haven't that didn't get the treatment in the, the first round you know Did like they some ever of the, do like, like steamboat willie like the classic there is there is yeah. uh okay, yeah that one cool. that world rules that's one of the best ones mm-hmm. too um and like there's like a black and white sora and everything and that's awesome it's, it's really cool um there's like one of the battles is like literally like a, there's a cartoon about like a fire and like you play through that it's really cool yeah i don't know there's so many options right like but i i am thinking of like deep cut stuff or new pixar feels like the stuff that would be the most interesting to do it's like there's not a lot of like i don't know like from the like classic like disney animated stuff like there's not that much from the newer era that hasn't been done i guess princess and the frog but oh, I love that movie. So just go to much. just go to New Orleans. It's another real. Yeah, just, another we're just going to a city. <laughs> but like, yeah. I mean, that'd be sick, right? Like again, Kingdom Hearts music slaps. That movie is all like Dixieland jazz. Like, I love that. Mm. That'd be cool. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, Olympus is going to be coming back. <laughs> you, know who, you you know who was in the trailer? <laughs> you know, we got to go back to uh hercules uh, for the uh i don't know 17 it's like literally in every single game for some reason i think Nomura yeah. just really likes hercules he loves that's it. my theory <laughs> so I'm, i was looking at a list of disney movies since 2010 and there's one that stands out to me which is prince of persia the sands of time which was released with disney and they should absolutely just do a crossover <laughs> with ubisoft <Yeah. laughs> the Fire. prince of persia <laughs> Who Fire could forget the, the seminal Disney classic, <laughs> The Prince of Persia? Yeah. Disney Prince. Yeah. Uh, oh, if they did, if they branched into like TV shows, Kim Possible. Oh my would god, be yes, I love Kim Possible. Oh, yeah, that like sound from her like phone that beep beep beep, beep whenever beep, it would like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, summon Ron Stoppable. And Lilo and Stitch. I always like Lilo and Stitch as well. That was cool. Yeah, yeah we there never did Hawaii. Lilo and Stitch. He was yeah, a, just they just have Stitch as the summon. Yeah, was, he was right? a summon, yeah. but and it's interesting. I feel like some of the summons we have gone to their worlds, right? Yeah, because Simple was a summon mermaid. before Lion King. In right. in two, Switch would be or Stitch would be a good one. Yeah. But again, this is just Hawaii. This is we're going to Hawaii. It's just Hawaii. Maybe this is just what aliens. they do. It's just flights around the world, and it's just you know we're just traveling around the place and having a great time. <laughs> I'll be all right yeah. With that. Yeah. Yeah. Your final answer: Lilo and Stitch. Let's do it. Let's do nice. it, everybody. Okay. All right. So thank you to everybody who wrote in for this week's episode. Sierra, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Ah, oh, such great talks. You'll have Two to do it again. Soon. I love very much. Yeah. Love to do that sometime. Oh my god! Uh, also, we—I forgot—we talked about your tour. We didn't plug your band. Plug your band before oh, you plug the rest of your stuff. I'm in a band called With Sales Ahead. If you if you like noodly doodads on the guitar, mathy stuff like that, uh, like breakdowns and singing and screaming and stuff like that, <laughs> doing a real good job of solos. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, check us out. <laughs> we uh yeah. Um we're we're home for now working on a record, but we play out in the tri-state area in the US a lot, hopefully going back on tour this fall. Check them out. And then where can they get the rest of your stuff? I am on Twitch. I stream on Twitch 3 nights a week cuz Sierra plus Ultra. I'm also on uh Twitter, I'm on Instagram, and uh YouTube and TikTok. Sierra Plus Ultra everywhere. So go go follow Sierra's yeah. stuff. We'll have links down in the description below. Sierra, thank you again for joining us. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Anytime. And uh, yeah, if you want to get our stuff, flipscreen.games. That's the link. You can find links to all the places that we are all over the web right there. Go show your support however you choose to. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll catch you next week for another episode of the Flipscreen Games Podcast. Take it easy, everybody. Oh, 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 oh,